This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, so we can continue our regular shear, but we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we actually started a series, and uh, this year is dedicated by my good friend Rabbi Tzal Rose in Los Angeles, Lili Nishna's brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak. So now we're continuing a series on Parashat Shemini, a very interesting topic that comes from the Sefer of Rabbi Yeshua Heller. The name of the Sefer is based Tefillah. And this is based on the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says, and this is just by way of introduction, I have to give you about a 5-10 to 10 minute introduction, because we're up to part 5. If you want to get the whole thing, you can listen to the first four Shirim, but we're up to part 5. The Yushalmi says that Shmuel was addressing the difficulty that some of the Amoram would have having Kavana by Shmana Esrei. I think we could all admit that Shmana Esrei is one area, and davening in general is an area that we have a difficulty focusing our minds. Sometimes when we learn, so otherwise if you're not focused, you're not doing anything, but with davening you could sort of mouth the words and you know your mind wanders. And this is not a recent phenomenon, this is an age-old problem. And Reb Rava said, basically, he never was able to have kavana until he just started thinking about a certain order of officials and governors. And that we explained in the first year. But Shmuel came along and said that I don't have a problem having kavana. Why? Because I count the birds. Which is a, it's an inexplicable statement. How does counting birds help you have Kavana by davening. If anything, that would be a great distraction. So Rabbi Yeshua Heller basically developed a whole thesis, a whole Sefer. He wrote a whole Sefer on one line of Yushalmi, where Shmuel says that for him to have Kavana by Shemana Esra, he would focus on the birds. So what's this all about? Now we know in Parsha Shemini, this week's Parsha, it lists all the non-kosher birds. Because our Masoira is, I mean the Halach is, you're allowed to eat any bird as long as it's not one of the birds mentioned in the Torah, but we, we, are, we, we are further machmer that we have to have a Messiah for it. But Medoi Raisa, as long as it's not one of the birds mentioned in the Torah, you're allowed to eat it. Now, how many birds are mentioned in this week's parsha? You have the Nesher, Peres, Ozniah, three. Da, Aya, another two, that's five. Oirev, number six. Basayana, Tachmas, Shachaf, and Nates. That's nine. Kois, Shalach, Yanshuf, another three, twelve. Tin Shemes, Ka'as, Racham, another 315. Chasida, Hanafa, Duchifas, Atalev. That's basically 19. There are 19 birds, um, excuse me, well, let's try counting that one more time. How many birds? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, right? There are 20 birds, of course mentioned in Shemini, and actually in Re'eh, there are 21 birds mentioned. So how are these birds going to do anything in terms of facilitating Kavana by Shemana Esrei? So the first thing we started with is the Gemara in Chulin says, a statement of Rabbi Yavohu, that the Da'a and the Aya and the Ra'a and the Da'ya are all one bird. Wow, if they're all one bird, then it comes out, both in Shemini and in Re'eh, there are 19 birds. Well, 19 birds? Well, we know that there are 19 brachos in Shemana Esrei. Ah, oh, bingo! Says Rabbi Shua Heller, 
If you understand the nature and the character and the essence of each bird, that will give you a deeper appreciation and understanding of each bracha of Shemana Esrei, and therefore he developed this whole amazing sefer, explaining how each bracha corresponds to a different bird. We happen to be up to today the bracha of Al Hatzadikim, and we are up to the bird Tin Shemes. The Tin Shemes. We are up to, I believe, the 13th bird. So you count from Nesher, Peres, Ozniya, Da, and Ayar 1. Oirev, Basayana, Tachmas, Shachaf, Nates, Kois, Shalach, Yanshuf, Tin Shemes is the 13th bird. That is the bird that corresponds to Al Hatzadikim. And in Re'eh, the bird that corresponds to Alat Sadikim is Nesher, Peres, Ozniya, Ra'a, Oirev, Masayana, Tachmas, Shachaf, Neitz, Kois, Yanshav, Tinshamas, the Ka'as. The Ka'as is the bird that corresponds to Alat Sadikim. So we have to explain this, but before I do that, I want to give you a brief review of the first uh, 12 birds. Number one, the Nesher. We know one thing about the Nesher. The Nesher is the highest flying bird. And Rashi tells us in Parshas Yisrael that when Hashem said He's going to carry us al Kanfei Nesharim, Hashem said, when the Egyptians attack you, when you leave Mitzrayim, let them throw the missile at me and I'll absorb the blow, like a Nesher who carries its young on its, on its back and absorbs the bullets and the missiles and the arrows that are shot at it. So the Nesher is what? The ultimate mugain, the ultimate shield, where the Nesher says, I'll take the blow. So too, the first bracha of Shemana Esra is mugain, <coughs> mugain Avraham. If you want to know what does it mean God is our shield, what it means is, in short, God will sometimes give us a better matzav, even if it will cause a chil Hashem to Him. Even if it will desecrate Hashem's name. Meaning, let's say Hashem has two ways to punish us. He could send us to Gehenim, or he could send us into Galos. In Gehenim, Gehenim is a Kiddush Hashem, the Gemara in Ervin says. That's, the Rishayim are matzik the din in Gehenim. But Hashem says, no, I don't want to do that. I'd rather there be a Chil Hashem and send you into Galos, because I am the ultimate Magin. Okay, and if you want to get more understanding of this, <coughs> we have four Shiurim on these 13. I'm just giving you the, the background. The next two birds are the Peres and the Ozniya. And for a certain reason, we're not going to get into now, it's, it's backwards. The Ibn Ezra says the word Ozniya <coughs> is a lashon of Oiz, strength. That corresponds to the second bracha of Shemana Esri, Mechaye, Hamesim, Gevurais. Peres means a mixture of two. A mixture of Chesed and Gevura that corresponds to the third bracha, Ya'akov. <coughs> now, in Shemini we have the Da'a and the Aya, and in Re'e we have the Ra'a, the Aya, and the Da'ya. What is that all about? Well, <clears throat> we know Atachoinen is a very rare bracha. Because there are two parts. There's a Shvach. Atachoinen liadam das, umlami lenosh bina. And there's a Bakasha. Chonin mitcha deya bina vehaskel. Well, says Rabbi Shua Heller, the first part of the bracha has two parts. The second part of the bracha has three parts. That's why in Shmini, keneged das is da'a. Keneged bina is aya. Because throughout Tanakh, whenever we talk about Bia, we say, Bina va'ayetimatse. So, Atachoinen li adam das, da'a, umlami lenosh bina, aya. 
Then Chanenu Meitcha Deya, you see Das has turned to Deya, so the Da'a turned into a Ra'a. Deya, Bina, Bina remains the same, so it's the Aya, <coughs> and Haskel is the Daya. We're now up to the Bracha of Tshuva. Tshuva corresponds to the ravens. Why does it correspond to the raven? The Gemara said that when a raven has a baby, it doesn't recognize its youth because ravens are black and the babies are white. That's the exact opposite of tshuva. Tshuva, you start off black, you start off salid, begadim sayim, and then Hashem says, I'm going to wash you, I'm going to cleanse you, I'm going to clean you. So the oirev is the klipa of tshuva. The oirev is the exact opposite of tshuva. <clears throat> if you want to know, if you want to know what tshuva is, Tshuva is the opposite of the Oyrev. Tshuva takes someone who's black and dark and he turns it into someone who is white. <clears throat> then we get to the brach of Slicha. Slicha is forgiveness, atonement. That corresponds to the Bas Hayana. The Bas Hayana is the ostrich. Now one thing we know in order to gain Tshuva, gain Mechila and Slicha, a person has to cry to Hashem constantly. Beg Hashem for forgiveness. The ostrich throughout Tanakh, in, in Eicha, the ostrich is always wailing, weeping, crying. That's why the ostrich uh, is compared to forgiveness. Also, another thing you need to do in order to get atonement is you have to admit your sin. You can't bury your head in the ground. You can't be like the ostrich. Also, the ostrich uh, is one bird that cannot walk backward. If you want slicha, you cannot revert back to your sin. Now, we come to the tachmas. Tachmas corresponds to Re'ina Onyenu. The Ibn Ezra says the word Tachmas is a lashon of Chamas. The brach of Re'ina Onyenu. we need God to redeem us, not from the Golos. Re'ina is from our personal travails, from people who afflict us financially, insult us, from Chamas. Re'ina Onyenu is from Tachmas. Shachaf is Rifa'inu. Because the word shachaf, the Ibn Ezra says, is lashon of shachefes, which is an illness. So if you, when you, when you daven rifainu, if you want to know what are we davening for, the shachaf. The shachaf represents a great illness. The nates. The nates corresponds to barei chaleinu. Now barei chaleinu is the bracha of parnasa. So two things. Nates means feathers. This is a, um, a bird with great proliferation of feathers. It's constantly growing feathers. So in the bird world, the animal that represents Shefa is the bird nates. It has so many feathers. It's always growing feathers, like a field that produces and produces. Likewise, the Gemara tells us that there are four winds, and if not for the nates, if not for this bird holding up the, um, the southern wind, the world would be destroyed. So this nates is responsible for sustenance, <clears throat> and providing us protection from harmful winds. Then we come to the kais. The kais is an owl, which is um, similar to human being, the Gemara Nechulun says, it has cheeks like human being, it has the ability to raise its voice, and it has the ability to see from far. Like the geula, like the kibbutz goliath, where there's going to be a great flag lifted up high, and there's going to be a, um, a great blast of the shoifar, where it's heard from far, and it's seen from far, which are the two koichos of this particular bird. That is Tekabah shoifar. Then the bracha of Hashiva Shoiftenu Kvarishaina. Now here's where it gets very complicated, and this was the last year, <coughs> and this year is also going to be complex, because the next... Five birds, 
the Shalach, the Yanshuf, Tinshemes, Kaas, and Racham, which are Hashiva Shevtenik Varishaina, Thalamal Shinim, Alat Sadikim, Vilishalayim Ircha, Es Tzemach David, these five birds are in a different order in Shmini and in Re'e. And now we have to try to explain why the birds are in a different order and how these two orders um, can be explained based on Shemini and Re'e. And it's based on the following principle, a Chiddush in the Zayar, Chadash, and that is Sefer Vayikra Tairas Kayanim corresponds to the era of the first Beis HaMikdash until the destruction of the second Beis HaMikdash. And Tairas <coughs> Kaya and Mishnah Taira Devarim is a description of Bayashani until today. And therefore, says Rabbi Shua Heller, the Shalach bird is a fascinating bird. The Shalach bird is actually a pelican. And the Targum says, it's Milasha Nuna, because it scoops up fish. Now the ocean and the great waters represent the Golas. The nations of the world are compared to Mayim Rabim. Mayim Rabim la Yachlu and the fish is is Klal Yisrael, the Yid Gularayv, The Shalach represents the Geula, the redemption, the, the gathering the fish out of the great water. So says Rabbi Shuaheller, in Vayikra, which is Bayis Rishain, when we didn't have Malchus based David yet, when we, d- we only had Shoftim, we didn't have the full strength of the Melech HaMashiach, so the Geula and the strength of Klal Yisrael was Hashiva Shevtenu Kvarishayna. And therefore the Shalach is corresponding to Hashiva Shevtenu Kvarishayna. However, in Re'e, which is Bayashini and on, where we hope for the ultimate Geula, the Shalach is corresponding to Estzemach David Avdecha Mehira Satzmiach. We move on. We now move on to the Yanshuf. Now the Yanshuf is a difficult one. Yanshuf, the Ibn Ezra says, Milashon Neshef, twilight. The Golos is called the night. <clears throat> the Golos is called the night. However, the the twilight refers to a Golos, which is not so terrible, and that is a reference to Golos Bavel. Golos Bavel is called Neshef, because Golos Bavel was not so long, it was only 70 years, and it was not so harsh, and therefore, Golos Bavel in Shemini corresponds to <coughs> the Yanshuf. The Yanshuf, which is the Bracha of Alam Al-Shinim, the big Rishaim, in the times of Tairas Kayanim, in the times of Bayis Rishain, were Golos Bavel, the Babylonians. The Babylonians are called Neshef, the Yanshuf. However, <coughs> in uh, Mishnah Torah, the Yanshuf is Hashiva Shevtein Kvarishayna, because it was in Golos Bavel that we were able to establish some degree of Jewish leadership through the descendants of Malchus based David. Now we come to the Tinshames. So we did Hashiva Shevtein Kvarishayna, and we did <coughs> Hashiva Shevtein Kvarishayna as the Shalach, and the Lamalshinim, the Rishaim, are the Yanshev, Golos Bavel. And now we're up to the Tzadikim. The Tzadikim. Now, what's very interesting is, the Tinshames, 
In Re'eh, the Kois is Tekabe Shofar. The Yanshuf is Hashiva Shavtin Gvarishayna. And the Tinshames is the Rishayim. The Tinshames is the Lamashinim in Re'eh. And in Shmini, the Tinshames is the Tzadikim. So the first thing we have to know is one more piece of background, and then we're ready to start today's shir. <clears throat> and that is the Tinshames, aside from being a bird, is also the Sharetz. It's actually the eighth Sharetz. The eighth Sharetz is the Tinshames. And Rashi says the Sharetz Tinshames is similar to the bird Tinshames. Now we know that even though we had four Golosim, we really, it's four, which is eight. Because the Medrash tells us, I'm not saying that the four Golosim, Bavel had Kazdi, and Paras had Mada, Yavon had Moikdon, and the last Golos is Yishmael and Edoim. So Edoim, the last Golos, is compared to the last Sheretz, Tinshames, which is also the bird that we're up to. We're up to the bracha of Alat Sadikim. So Hashiva is the 11th bracha. The Tzadikim is the 12th bracha. So let's try to understand this. The Kais, look in the Pasuk. The Kais is the bracha of Tekab Shaifar. The Shalach is the bracha of Hashiva Shaiftenu in Hashiva Shaiftenu in Tairas Koyhanim. However, in Mishnah Torah, the Kais is Tekab Shaifar, and the Yanshuf is Hashiva Shaiftenu. And now we are up to the bracha of Lamal Shinim. So, Lamal Shinim is the Yanshuf in Tairas Koyhanim, and it's the Tinshames in Mishnah Torah. Now we understand, that we understand, because the, the wicked ones in the times of Bayas Rishain were Galas Bavel. The wicked ones in the times of Bayas Sheni and our Galas today are the Tinshames Edoim. So let's just, let's just make one quick chesmen. Rifainu is bracha number eight. The way we remember that is the Gemara says that Brismila is on the eighth day needs a Rifua. Barachaleinu is nine. Barachaleinu, Mavarajam. Tikaba Shoifer is ten. Hashiva is eleven. Vlamashinim is twelve. Now we're up to Bracha thirteen. We're up to what is the Tinshames in Shemini and the Kaas in Re'eh. So let's try to understand that. Why is Golos Edoim? The tzaddikim. Why is Golos Edoim? The tzad. Oh boy! One second. Why is Golos Edoim the tzaddikim in um, Tairas Kayanim and in Mishnah Taira it's the Kaas? So let's get some background, and we're ready to start the shir in number three. This is from the Sefer based Tefila, page Chavzayin. So he says, we've already answered why the Yanshuf in Mishnah Torah is, and the Shalach in Taras Kaihanim is Hashiva. And we explain why the Tinshames in Mishnah Torah 
is Velam Arshinim and the Yanshaf and Taras Kayanim. Now let's travel on and try to explain the bracha that corresponds to the Tzadikim. That in Vayikra, the bracha of Tzadikim is the Tenshames. And in Mishnah Torah, it's the Ka'as. Now let's, and in Vilirushalayim, in Tairas Kayanim, it's the Ka'as. And in Mishnah Torah, it's the Rachama. And as Semach David is the Racham in Shemini. And the Shalach in Re'eh. Now, we already said in an earlier shir, the Shalach is the bird of Geula. So in Re'eh, which is corresponding to the Bayashini, the bracha of Geula is a Semach David. But another thing we have to try to understand is, why is it in Shemini it's the Racham, and in Re'eh it's the Ruchama? So here we go. Says the Divrei Yehoshua, the... Rabbi Shoheller and the base Tfilah, we need three pieces of information. Number one, the Zayar tells us, what is a tzaddik? What does one have to be in order to be considered a tzaddik? Someone has to guard the brismila. Yosef guarded the brismila. Yosef was tempted with Eshes Poitifera, and he did not succumb, and therefore Yosef is called tzaddik yesoid oilam. That's number one. Guarding the brismila is the way we act, we we become a tzaddik. Number two, the zayar says that the koyach of the samach mem, the koyach of the sar of Amalek, is where does Amalek get his koyach from? From causing ruination to the kedusha of the brismila. That's why the malach of Esav wrestled with Yaakov and he struck him bekaf yerechai. Because that's the area of the bris mila. That's why Amalek took the bris and he threw it klape mala. So in other words, a tzaddik is somebody who guards his bris. The opposite, the klipa of a tzaddik, is someone who does not guard the bris. And the third thing is, of all averos that Hashem says, I'm going to throw you out of Eretz Yisrael, I'm going to vomit you out of Eretz Yisrael, is arayas, not guarding the bris mila. In Bamidbar Rabbah, it says in the parish of the Saita, it says, Kumu ulachu kiloi zois hamenucha ba'avor tama techabel vechevel nimratz. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, For other Averois, I could tolerate, but not for Arayos. That's why in Parshas Achrimois Kedoshim, Parak Yurches Pasuk right after the parish of Arayos, God says, if you're gonna, if you're gonna indulge in arayos, fataki ha'ores, I'm gonna vomit you out. Wow, now we get a little bit of an insight into the bird ka'as. Ka'as is a language of vomit. So now we have to try to understand why it is that the bracha of tzaddikim in parshas shmini is the tinshames, which is edoim, and it's the ka'as in re'eh. The Yushalayim is the Ka'as in Shmini and the Ruchama in Re'eh. And the, the Racham is a Semach David. So here we go. Number six on your sheets. Says Rabbi Shua Heller, I'm going to read and you can try to follow inside. I'm going to translate that the Avera being Poigim and Brismila causes Kalisol to be exiled from their land. More than any other Avera. And he quotes the Medrash that we just quoted. And on the fourth line in the second column, Rabbi Shua Heller quotes the Rashi's Chachma, who brings many Zayars. That when Eretz Yisrael is in its Kedusha, it cannot be Soivel Arayos. And it's Metame the earth, the land with Zima, 
That's why right after the parish of Arayos, it says, Al tetamu b'chol eila, v'loisaki ha'oretz eschem b'tamachem oisa, and it says, v'titma ha'oretz v'ataki etz yoshveha. However, the Kuzari explains that when does Eretz Yisrael vomit out those who do, who act be, and indulge in Arayas? It's only when Klal Yisrael is there. When Klal Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael and the Shechina is in Eretz Yisrael, so then Hashem cannot tolerate Arayas. Hashem cannot tolerate even a Shemetz of Znus. Or, when Klal Yisrael makes up their mind to go back to Eretz Yisrael, says Rabbi Shua Heller, <clears throat> then the Shechina is with Klal Yisrael, and also the, earth, the land cannot tolerate Znus. But once the Shechina is not in Eretz Yisrael, from Churban Bayes Rishon and on, where the, the Shechina did not come back, and even in Bayes the Shechina was not there, then the earth could tolerate Erzo could tolerate Arayas because the Shechina is not there. So with these introductions, says Rabbi Shohel in the next paragraph, we could explain the relationship of the Tinshames and the Ka'as with these two brachas. Because in, in Shemini, the Tinshames is Tzadikim and the Ka'as is Yushalayim. And in Re'eh, the Ka'as is Tzadikim and the Ruchama is Yushalayim. So let's explain this. The bracha of tzaddikim are is reserved for those who guard the bris hakedusha, and the klipa of the tzaddikim. What stands against the tzaddikim? What's yoinek from the klipa of tzaddikim is amolek is edoim. So therefore, the tinshames, which is galus edoim, like we explained, that's the merkava of amolek. So therefore, in Torah's Koyanim, the bracha of the klipa of the tzaddikim is a tinshames, because it corresponds to the tzaddikim who guard the bris. But the birds in Mishnah Torah, those birds represent the future from Bayesheni and on. So that's the time that Amalek and Edom is completely ruin, rules over us and destroyed our house. So now we need to daven to destroy them. And therefore the tinshames corresponds to Vlamashinim. So it's no longer connected the tzaddikim. You see, in the first bias, it opposed the tzaddikim. Bayasheni, we need to destroy the tinshames. We need to destroy Adam. We need to daven. It's not enough that until now it's Yoinek from the Pagam Habris. But it's trying to completely destroy us, and therefore we need to designate a bracha for it and destroy the tinshames. Now let's talk about the kaas. The kaas is that we said the 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 bird of vomit. The uh, the Rabbi Shua Heller says the Pashtanim explain that the reason why it's called the kaas is because it vomits its food, and therefore it's close to. Um, the word kaas, um, when, it, when it says vataki ha'aretz es yoshveha. And it, it represents Hashem, Hashem Shechina leaving Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, we're mavakesh in vilu shalayim. In vilu shalayim, 
Yerushalayim corresponds to the cause. Because we have to daven. We know Hashem, you, you ejected us. You spat us out of Eretz Yisrael. You vomited us out because of our inadequacies. So if you want to know how to be Ma'ur Kavana for Yerushalayim, think of the cause. You think of the bird that represents us being uh, expelled from, er- from Eretz Yisrael. This corresponds to Yerushalayim. Because Yerushalayim has the nature of the cause to expel its inhabitants when they act improperly. But when it comes to Mishnah Torah, from the second bias and on, so we don't want to refer to Yerushalayim as the cause, the bird that expelled its inhabitants. Now the Ka'as refers to the Tzadikim. What does that mean? Because in Bayashani, the Kedusha of Yerushalayim was not so great that it would expel its inhabitants. You see, in the Bayas Rishayin, in Bayas Rishayin, Shmini, Yerushalayim had the holiness that it would be like a Ka'as and it expel its inhabitants. But in Bayas Shani, Yerushalayim did not have that Kedusha that it would expel its inhabitants. Like the Kuzari said, Yerushalayim only expels its inhabitants when it has a high level of Kedusha. However, the Ka'as represents the Tzadikim. Because the Tzadikim at least still have a certain degree of Kedusha that Hashem does not tolerate inadequacies in the, among the Tzadikim. But then the Rabbi Shua Heller adds one Nekuda. The Gemara in Chulin, Dav Samach Gimel, says in number 7, Am Rabbi Huda, the Ka'as is a kuk. Or some Rishonim say the cuckoo, the cuckoo bird. The, look at number 8, the cuckoo bird. It's a kind of raven actually, that's called cuckoo. And uh, we, we actually discussed this earlier, that not only does it vomit, but it it spits its zera out of its mouth. It commits arayos through its mouth. It's able to be mazria zera through its mouth. Just like the oirev had tanshmish hamita on the teva, it was mazria toich piv, This is another kind of oirev. So it says Rabbi Shuhela, even though the oirev was already mentioned, this is a specific kind of oirev, which is specifically connected to arayos. And therefore... This Ka'as represents Yerushalayim and Bayis Rishon, that Yerushalayim cannot tolerate Arayas, and it corresponds to the Tzadikim in Bayasheni. And now we're up to, this is Oyoim Venoira. Now we're up to the Racham. Some translated as a stork. And the Racham is corresponding to Estzemach David in Shmini, and Yerushalayim in Re'ei. Now, one thing that's very um, curious is why in Shmini is this Racham a Zachar, and in Re'eh it's in a Keva. Why in <coughs> Shmini is it Racham, and in, Ke- in Re'eh it's in a Keva? And Rabbi Shuheller opens up the world. He said, You ever realize? First thing we know is that on Purim, Rabbi Lazar HaKalir wrote Kroivitz for Purim. He only wrote a Kroivitz for Vilu Shalayim and not for Semach David. So even though we've said many pshatim in this, the pasha pshat is because Yerushalayim and Semach David is really one bracha. Why do we want to go back to Yerushalayim? Because we want to restore Malchus based David. Now sometimes we could go back to Yerushalayim and Malchus based David is not restored, like at the end of uh, Bayis Rishon, 
beginning of Bayasheni. We went back to Yushalayim, but we didn't restore Bayasheni. <clears throat> but in the future, we want to return to Yushalayim, that Yushalayim and Asemach David go together. Now, Yushalayim is Lasha Nekeva. Yushalayim, Erecha Brachim Tarev Vesishka Meseicha, Kasha Dibat Avnei Oisa. Yushalayim, the Rochel Yushalayim is Nekeva. But as Semach David, Avdachamir says, Vikarnoi, Tamishal Kilish was, as Semach David, Avdachamir says, Vikarnoi. You ever realize Yushalayim is Nekeva? And as Semach David is Zachar? That's why in Shmini, the Racham is corresponding to a Semach David. A Semach David is a Bracha which is Zachar. So therefore it's Racham. But in Re'eh, it's referring to Yushalayim, which is Nekeva. And therefore it's Rachama. That alone, I tell you, if you tell that, if you could explain this to a, a Kaifer, there would be no Kaifrim. If you could explain this Sefer of Yeshua Heller, how every little prat uprat of these birds corresponds perfectly to every detail of Shemana Esrei, the whole world would be Maminim B'nei Maminim. I'm telling you, if somebody wants a Chizuk in Emuna, learn this B'ion, it's Oyoy Menorah. But one more thing we know about the Racham. The Gemara says that if this Racham would whistle, Mashiach would come right away. Says Gemara in Chula number nine, Racham zu Shirakrak. This Racham is the bird, the Shirakrak. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Lama Nikra Shmai Racham. Kivan Shaba Racham. When the Racham comes, Ba'u Rachamim Lo'ilam. Amar Rabbi Barabaye. Rabbi Barabaye said, Vahud Yosef Amidi. It will sit on a pole of Avid Shirakrak. Ugamiri di Yosef Ara Vishark. If it whistles on the ground, Asa Mashicha. If this bird would whistle on the ground, the Mashiach would come. Like the Pasuk says, Eshrikalohem va'akabtseim. I will whistle and redeem them. By the way, this Pasuk, Eshrika, Shin Reish Kuf, is a remez that the Aleph base backward is Geula. But that's for another occasion. Okay, so let's look through number 11 and we'll conclude. And Be'ezus Hashem, Next year, Shmini, Hashem should give us all good health and gezint. We should be able to finish up the Shemana Esrei to do Shema Koyleinu, Ritzei, Moidim, Sim Shalom. And by the way, you know what bracha corresponds to Sim Shalom? The bat. You know it, the bat. When we have Shalom from bats, the world is a better place. So, but now we're up to the stork. Why in... Shmini does the stork correspond to Yushalayim? Again, that's Geula. <coughs> Excuse me. Why in Shmini does it correspond to the Racham? And in Re'eh it corresponds to Yushalayim. Says Rabbi Shua Heller, the bracha of the Racham in Tairas Kaihanim is as Samach David, and in Devarim it's Yushalayim. Also, why is it changed from Zachar to Nekeva? In Vayikra it's Zachar, and Devarim it's Nekeva. Now this bird, like we said, is a bird that could whistle, and if it whistles, Mashiach would come. Ah, so this is the bird of the Basura of Geula, and therefore it corresponds to these brachos. In Devarim it's Yerushalayim, and in Vayikra it's Semach David. Why? Let's explain. The bracha of Yerushalayim is Lashon Nekeva, B'sishka and B'saychai, not B'saychai. 
The bracha Samach David is v'karnoi. Therefore, this bracha in in Shemini, when it corresponds to Samach David, it's Lashen Zacha, Racham. And in Devarim, where it corresponds to Shem, which is Nekeva, it's called Rachama. Now, why does it correspond to Samach David? And in Devarim, it corresponds to Shalayim. The answer is because Vayikra is the Geula from Galas Bavel. Until Vayikra talks about the Geula from Galas Bavel. That's why Hashiva Shaiftenu is Galas Bavel. That's why, excuse me, the Velam Alshinim is Galas Bavel. They were the Rishayim. And the redemption of Golas Bavel is Shmini. And in Shmini in Golas Bavel, Malchus based David was not restored. Only Yushalayim was built. So since the whistle of the Racham is the coming of Mashiach, it obviously did not whistle Bibinyan Yushalayim, because Ben David did not come Bibinyan Yushalayim. Therefore, the Racham is a Samach David. Because it clearly did not whistle with the Berchus Yishalayim. However, the Tzmichas Karen, Ladavid, that we're hoping for, was not connected to the building of Yishalayim in the times of the redemption from Gaus Babel. So the Racham was not connected to Yishalayim, but rather Semach David. But in Devarim, we're, we're hoping for the Gula Hasida, the Gula Soilam. And in the Gula Hasida, we know Yerushalayim and Machas based on it are interconnected. As Yushalmi says, it says, Boine Yerushalayim Hashem, Nidche Yisrael Yechanes. Therefore, the coming, the building of Yerushalayim is for sure the beginning of the Gula. And then, the whistling of Yerushalayim will bring the Gula. Therefore, the whistling of the, of the, Rachama will be with the building of Yushalayim, and which was not by Bayasheni. And in Mishnah Torah, the Shalach is a Samach David, because that is the complete redemption. And now we've explained these five birds that have a distinction between Re'eh and Shmini, namely the Shalach, the Yanshaf, Tinshamas, the Kas, and the Racham. And please, Hashem, give us the Atta Deshmaya to finish up the whole series, Bezos Hashem, next year, where we will, we hope to explain the final four brachas of Shvayna Esrei, namely the Chasida, which actually I made a mistake before, the Racham is not the stork, the Chasida. So the Chasida is Shema Koyleinu, the Anafa is Moidim, the Duchifas no, I'm sorry. The Chasida is Shema Kailenu. The Anafa is Ritzei. The Duchifas is Moidim. And the Atalef is Shalom. So we hope to finish the, the final four birds of Shema Nesrei next year. I'm going to unmute you now. And in five minutes we're going to have the Sharon Perkei You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.